Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey, Molly Christensen here, and I just wanted to take a few moments to tell you a little bit about why I'm launching the Building Heroes podcast, a little bit more about me and my story. When I first became a mother and I looked into my son's eyes, I fell in love. I knew this was a special, amazing little boy. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was determined to help this child live up to his unique mission in life. Of course, it wasn't as easy as all that, as any parent knows. <laughs> These little people come with minds of their own. <laughs> he was an easygoing child, so I could usually get him to do what I needed him to do, but I often resorted to doing things like yelling and making him do things, and I knew this wasn't the best method, but I wasn't really sure what else to do. When my oldest son was about four years old, I felt like I should homeschool him. And I thought that was a terrible idea, <laughs> given how I also had a two-year-old, and I was kind of a mess. I could not get it together. I wanted to be spontaneous and a fun mother, but I was totally disorganized. And it is hard to have fun when you're drowning in a mess, and you can't find any matching shoes, and there's no good food in the house. So despite that thought to homeschooling him, coming back to me repeatedly, I sent him off to school. <laughs> Turns out that I could not get that feeling out of my heart. So in first grade, I pulled him out to homeschool him. I did not want to let him down. I knew he was super smart and had so much potential. So I studied everything that I could get my hands on. I talked to other homeschool moms and I made these intricate detailed plans that I thought were awesome. For first grade, I started homeschooling him, and I didn't know what to do with my four-year-old, so I sent her off to preschool, too, during the day. Now, the first few weeks were fine, but after that, he began to rebel against those grand plans that I thought were so awesome, <laughs> but they consisted of doing about 10 subjects every day, which took us from like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and we weren't actually working on them the whole time. We were mostly having power struggles, and it often ended up in us, both of us, crying. You know? Not to mention that I was also pregnant, had the four-year-old being ignored, and the house was a disaster. Now, I'm a pretty persistent person, but I did not think I was cut out for this. <laughs> I was seriously frustrated. And I would think to myself, I'm a fairly bright person. Why can't I figure this out? Turns out, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that it really does not work to copy public school in a homeschool for most mothers. I didn't know that I couldn't make my kids learn as much as I wanted to. I didn't know that more than trying to educate my child, I was mostly trying to not fail. And none of these were good options. Now, along the way, things did get better, which was good because I also had a lot more kids. <laughs> And I had to learn to how to homeschool them all at the same time and more efficiently than I'd been doing. But there was one thing that really changed the trajectory of our homeschool. And that was 
well, then we'll go here. Initially, I really had no idea what my end goal was for homeschooling, except that I was going to cram in all the information to my children's heads that I possibly could to make sure that they weren't getting behind because I didn't want to be seen as a failure. Now, that is seriously stressful and not really what I wanted for my kids in the grand scheme of things. So I had to pause and start thinking about what I was really doing and what I wanted for them in our home. Why was I homeschooling? Now, if you ask most parents what they want for their kids when they leave their homes, most of us are going to say we want good kids with good character who are gonna make good choices. We want kids who are responsible and kind and courageous and motivated and caring and hardworking and honest and reliable. And we can keep listing off any number of good qualities. And even more than that, we want kids who grow up to be adults, who step out of their comfort zones to not only help others, but to live up to their amazing potentials and really just make a difference in this world. And when you're asking parents this question, if academics does come up, it's usually as an afterthought, like, oh yeah, and I also want my kids to go to college and get good grades. So why was I pressing the academics so hard down my poor child's throats, children's throats? It was really because of fear. I was afraid that I was going to fail my kids if they didn't know everything they were supposed to know. And I realized that when I'm acting out of fear, it causes me to struggle a lot more and it caused my children a lot more struggle as well. And that is exactly what was going on with me because I was approaching this all from the fear of failing. So I had to shift my beliefs. Now, children are born naturally curious and fearless. They want to know everything and they're not afraid to try new things or they're not afraid of what other people think. It's our society where they learn shame and fear. When we try to force our children to learn, they soon begin to hate it. And they soon learn that it's easier not to try or just to do the minimum to get you off their back. They learn that it's shameful to mess up. And often they only do things to win our approval, which maybe isn't always so easy to come by if we're operating out of fear. Now, after too many years of trying to make my kids learn, I discovered a pattern that changed my life and all of our lives. I had first heard about the hero's journey in the context of studying myths in English literature, and I thought it was a cool pattern, but nothing more than that for many years. <laughs> but this pattern kept popping up over the years for me. And finally, it clicked with me that this really is the pattern for our own lives. And not only that, but it resonates with every single one of us. And that's why when you tune into this pattern of the hero's journey, you see this pattern in everything, stories, movies, and even marketing. But what does that really have to do with me and my kids and me homeschooling my kids? Huh? As I switched the focus from focusing on making sure my kids' heads got filled with all the knowledge they need, to viewing them as heroes on their own hero's journey, 
and assuming that they are good and trusting that they will make mistakes, but they will also move forward, I realized I'd been focusing on the wrong things. The methods I was using was trying to just force them down a path that was not their own. I also realized that because I felt like I hadn't fulfilled my full potential, I was trying to push them into my idea of greatness. I wasn't helping to flame the spark of desire to do good in their hearts. I was just trying to make them do what I thought they were supposed to do. And that's when I realized that if I wanted them to live up to their full potential, I, me, I had to be brave and take the hero journey myself in order to lead the way and know how it felt so that I could help guide them. What I've realized is that most of us follow what everyone else does, and we never actually question whether or not it's the best thing for us, or more importantly, if it's going to get us where we want to go. It's not bad to follow what other people are doing if we know where we're going. Now, education is important. I love education, but I believe in these times, we need an upgrade of parenting and educating our children if we're going to be prepared to navigate our own journeys in these turbulent times. We need more people building heroes in their own homes. Heroes who can get through the obstacles, who are okay with messing up and will keep going, who can adapt and who can help others along the way. Heroes who will stand for good and be courageous and fulfill their life mission. When I grew up, I went off to university after high school and I learned to be a mechanical engineer. I crammed a lot of information into this brain. But you know, the thing is now most of the information we need is found easily accessible on the internet. But more important is knowing how to apply the knowledge we have in our lives. So as we read and gain knowledge, We've got to figure out how to apply it. So I'm mom to seven amazing children. I am now a homeschooling veteran of 20 years and a business owner. And it has been my life's work to study and learn how our brains work, how to motivate and inspire people to want to do the hard things instead of making them, and how to truly guide our children on their paths. I do bring a very unique perspective with the combination of my engineering and science background, my love for reading and studying leadership and business principles, and I'm also a trained life coach, just to throw that into the mix. So don't get me wrong, I love learning and I love learning academics, but the problem is, is when our children are learning bits of information that are not connected to anything in their lives, they forget it really quickly. So when you flip the method upside down and you focus first on who your kids are, and trusting that they're good and helping your kids move along their paths, it changes everything. And not only is it way less stressful, but the kids love to learn and the education they receive is so much more meaningful to them. Plus, as a bonus, it takes a lot less time. So you have more time for building relationships instead of having power struggles trying to make them. Now, of course, you don't have to homeschool your kids to build heroes in your home. In fact, I see that if you're homeschooling, what you're really truly doing is facilitating who helps guide your kids to the resource, you're helping guide your kids to the resources and learning experiences that they need.
So on the Building Heroes podcast, not only are you going to hear interviews with other hero building parents, but you're also going to hear about how I apply these tools and techniques in our family. And you can also ask me questions, either submit it on my website. And well, that is what you do. You submit it on my website and you can also be a guest on my show and I'll mentor you to find your answers. On the podcast, we'll talk about all kinds of topics like parenting and homeschool and entrepreneurship, personal development, health, mindset, and so much more as it applies to the context of building heroes in our homes. One of my favorite things in life is to support and encourage others on their hero journeys. So if you're tired of living a life of mediocrity, of being frustrated and trying to control the things around you and living in that fear of failure, then join us as we help each other step onto our paths and we keep moving ahead to find our greatness. You know, I know sometimes the path can seem lonely as we try to do what we feel is right for our families, but truly there are many good families and many good people out there. So join with us in the Building Heroes movement Subscribe to the podcast and share with other like-minded parents as we join together to build heroes in our homes. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on building heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.